Hello everyone and welcome to the Soji Rewired podcast. I'm your host Nee Fitzgerald and we are back for episode 9. How are we all? Hope you had a nice week. You know what? I really hope you did because if you didn't, that's okay and I'm gonna hopefully take you out of that negative mindset and anxiousness you might have for around 20 minutes on this fine Friday. As always I've got a great episode planned so sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea, other beverages are available but that is my preferred drink of choice. Look I just want to make everyone feel welcome when listening to this podcast as I got a few messages regarding the last episode people found me talking about anxiety and just me opening up about being anxious and worried about the future and change generally help them feel better or at least feel that they weren't alone and I never want anyone to feel like they're alone in life because there are people that love you in this world and need you even if they don't make that clear to you so I don't know I'm always here for you every Friday for 20 minutes and you can't get rid of me so join the ride my friends so what have I been up to as usual been watching a lot of netflix i started off the week watching behind her eyes which i would say is a psychological thriller which is one of my favorite genres i like it because i'm not really a horror fan but stick a serial killer psychopath murder mystery on and i'm happy as larry i'm fully enjoying myself but anyway back to the series behind her eyes it was good nothing too mind-blowing or crazy uh I did enjoy it nonetheless did kind of remind me of a book that I've read before called The Silent Patient which is one of my favorite books if you haven't read it it's incredible even if you're not a reader please just read it because I definitely am not a regular reader so when I do read a book it better be good you know and that was one book that I think about far too often (laughs) it was a psychological thriller which for books for me are the best way to keep me engaged with the book because I don't know what's going to happen and it just like gets my mind moving you know so something else I've been watching is what I've actually finished watching now is White House Farm which I believe is based on a true story some episodes are better than others I'm not gonna lie but overall I really enjoyed it and the characters are super accurate on that aspect it was really good but mm, I did see myself going in and out of it uh but yeah pretty good something else I've watched which was really popular a few weeks ago now and I did watch it when it actually came out but I don't think I've ever talked about it so I really wanted to talk about it it's The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel it was honestly an incredible series I thought the storytelling of Elisa Lam was incredible and I immediately got all my friends to watch it it was so good the series was like everything I've ever wanted in a crime doc also if anyone's got crime docs they want me to watch I'm not gonna lie I've probably watched them already but let me know if there's any interesting ones that I have to watch and that I haven't watched just message so she rewired on instagram or send it into the anonymous form and I'll definitely get to watching them and then giving you guys my view on them then last week I think it was god I can't even remember I watched this is us the one direction movie and I cried the whole way through honestly I'm so weak my heart can't take even thinking about it is making me tear up right now (laughs) 
oh god i'm so like weak and rubbish but i honestly think the world would be a better place if they got back together um i I even planned last night the video I'm going to make when they do come back together. Uh, so go follow my YouTube channel, Neefit Fitzgerald, to find out what I do when they do get back together. But God, the day they do, I'm going to have a party. I'm going to bake a cake, which will probably taste very salty as my tears of joy will fall into the batter. God, that day is going to be incredible. If he hasn't listened to this podcast before, well, I hope you're enjoying it so far. If you're not enjoying it, I don't need to know, but you're still listening to it, which does say a lot about your personality. Uh, so if you're new here, you wouldn't know that me and my mum are currently watching every episode of Keeping Up the Kardashians. We watch it every night and we are now on season eight and Kim's currently pregnant, but it's a bit sticky because she's pregnant with Kanye's baby, but technically is still married to Chris Humphreys. I know, scandalous. God, do you remember parties? Because I can't. I honestly don't think I would know what to do at a party and me and my friends have made tons of plans to just go crazy in the summer like we want to have picnics scream one direction at the top of our lungs in an empty field and we want to wear what we want to wear and have barbecues especially as the friends I have now I've become so much closer with than I was like last summer and the summer before I just can't wait for summer 2021 just to leave all the bad things in the past and just living because I feel like I've been alive just not living and I'm just so excited to have great summer outfits floral flowy dresses with somewhat of a natural tan the freckles are out burgers are on the barbecue can we all just take it all in so if we want to have the best summer we're gonna have to manifest and I'm a big believer in manifestation I think it's so important and valuable. So let's go over everything you need to know about manifestation. I've turned to the internet as usual to help me explain this in the best way possible because we all know I get off topic very quickly. So it's just quite nice to have a guide on what to talk about. So what is manifestation exactly? Essentially, manifestation is bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. I.e. if you think it, it will come to you. To start manifesting, be clear about your goals. While everyone approaches manifestation differently, most people follow the same basic principles. First, and perhaps most importantly, you need to know exactly what you want. You are the only one who dreams your dreams. So whether it's a new partner and a healthy relationship or a better job, know it and own it. Whatever you desire through one thing is essential. Make your intention as specific as possible. The more clear and concise, the better. Instead of, for example, saying, I want to meet my soulmate, develop a detailed picture of what that person would look like. Think characteristics, values, qualities. Once you've set your intention, ask for what you want and write it down on a piece of paper. Once you've pinpointed exactly your hopes, dreams, goals are, you need to ask the universe for what you want this can be done in a variety of ways prayer meditation visualization which i've talked about before i believe um in a past episode so go listen to whatever episode that's from uh sorry i can't give you an exact number i'm on number nine now love can't remember that far back uh speaking your intentions out loud a vision board and or a future bot which is a container full of pictures items you want to manifest but you need to say exactly what you want you can also write your intentions down on a piece of paper in a journal or scrapbook you know this by now i'm a big fan of a good old journal if you've ever spent any time on tiktok you might be familiar with the 369 method in which you write down what you want in the following order three times in the morning six times in the afternoon nine times 
times that night for 33 or 45 days but it can also be as simple as a letter to the universe and start working towards your goals you won't see any results without action set aside a bit of time to think about the steps you can take to reach your goals yourself then build them into your routine for example if you want to make a major career change start networking with people in your new field and practice for a job interview another way to be in action when when manifesting is to ask yourself the question what would my future self be thinking Reframing your mind can and will enable you to be successful. Being the person who already has, does and fills your goals, dreams and desires helps you become that person. The next step is to be mindful of and thankful for what you receive. Gratitude, I talk about it all the time, is so important in just keeping a level head in general but in manifestation it's so key while you may not get everything you envision in the order and the time frame you want you should receive and acknowledge what you do get no matter how big or small it may be gratitude is key to do this consider creating a gratitude journal again i've talked about this before like i keep talking about it to really iterate it in people's brains like there are ways to get what you want you just have to be willing to try before bed spend five to ten minutes writing down a few things for which you are grateful as well as anything that happened that day to bring you closer to whatever it is you're trying to manifest you also want to be letting go of any resistance and limiting beliefs in addition to changing your mindset and behaviors you will need to remove any obstacles or limiting beliefs which may cloud your vision including fear and negative talk telling yourself you're not good enough you are not worthy enough you're not smart enough you are not enough it's a tape that's playing for a lot of people oprah said this during an episode of oprah's life class if you're not conscious of that then you'll end up acting out of that belief system you don't become what you want because so much of wanting is about living in the space of what you don't have to move past your limiting beliefs it's essential that you first identify what exactly they are to do this ask yourself what are the beliefs i have about myself that may be inhibiting my progress write down your answers cross out the limiting beliefs and write your new affirmations in their place if your limiting beliefs is i'm incomplete without a man reverse it i am complete as i am if your limiting belief is i'm not good enough reverse it i am wonderful as i am today to take it a step further the next time you find yourself questioning your worth or saying i don't deserve this pause and think of all the reason why you are deserving make sure to check and change your energy one thing oprah knows for sure energy is everything the energy we put out into the world is the energy we get back which means if you are continually sending out negative energy either through your thoughts or feelings you will attract the same energy back to you on the flip side though if you are able to shift your energy a practice sometimes referred to as raising your vibrations you'll also attract more positivity which will help you realize your goals lucky for you lifting your energy is actually quite simple just focus on activities that cultivate feelings of joy and happiness whether that's doing something kind helping a friend or a family member volunteering donating start each morning with meditation or a quick yoga class spending some time in nature or even treating yourself to some well-deserved self-care which i actually did my sunday self 
self-care routine on my YouTube channel. Go watch that video. A little self-promo there. Additionally, you can also concentrate on how you want to feel. If you want more love in your life, set your intention to be more loving. If you seek kindness, focus your energy on empathy and compassion, but be flexible and trust the process. All that said, the process is fluid. The steps you take do not matter as much as your belief. So trust your actions, visions and clarity as well as the powers that be. Faith is a powerful motivator and a guiding force. Okay, so... I hope that helped kind of everyone understand a bit about manifestation, how to practice it, how to get what you want in life. Um, I found it really inspirational, this article I read. And yeah, I just love being able to sit here and just like read to you all. I don't know, I really like it and just give my views and opinions and just talk about things I'm really passionate about because I feel like in the real world, I don't get a chance to necessarily do that because there's always other things going on. But yeah so I do just want to quickly talk about what's going on when I go back to school in terms of creating content and sharing content so in terms of the podcast I'll be finishing this season with episode 12 which has always been the plan so nothing new there so we only have three more to go woo I'll have to think of something special to do on the last episode but the podcast will be carrying on till the end of the season don't worry I will be back for season two and in terms of youtube i'm going to be trying to post once a week but i'm not promising anything um i feel like my youtube followers kind of know what i'm like so i'm just i'm not promising anything anymore but i will try my very best to do once a week i will of course be posting on instagram at social rewire to stay updated so that is my plan obviously it pains me that i won't be able to post as much content as i want but that is life okay it is now time for everyone's favorite part of the show including mine it's the dilemma diary let's see what we're gonna read today the dilemma diary is a segment on the show where i delve into your dilemmas in which you've sent in if you'd like to send in a dilemma you can do so via the anonymous form linked in the description of the podcast what's great about this part of the show is that all dilemmas will stay anonymous which makes the dilemma diary a safe place where we can all talk about real life problems we might have and it stays locked in the diary disclaimer i do not claim to be a professional advice giver problem solver doctor therapist i'm actually far from the sort which means please take what i say with a pinch of salt and do get a second professional opinion on everything i talk about okay let's go to the first dilemma my best friend it's in quote marks has another best friend but gets annoyed if I were to have another best friend I can't stop being friends with them and I don't really want to I just want to be able to have other friends too without them getting annoyed okay rather confusing but I kind of get what you're saying you still want to be friends with the person you're currently friends with but you want to have a bit of freedom to have other friends your friend probably doesn't want you to have other friends because they're too afraid to be alone and so the friend lets call her sarah so sarah wants your attention a hundred percent of the time and so whenever sarah needs you you'll be there but i'm afraid when you need her there's a good chance sarah won't show up if i was in this situation i would send sarah on her way very swiftly sarah is no friend her only interest is in relationships where she is able to manipulate others to her advantage if you resist these efforts i suspect she'll lose interest in your quote-unquote friendship of course you should have a discussion with her explain why you want to have other friends and she'll have to accept that you have no intention of abandoning sarah but 
you just want to have more friends and that is absolutely fine frankly though why spend the time and energy on a relationship that will in the end bring you nothing but grief spend your time instead with those people who have proven to make you happy so it's time to let sarah go i think and you were meant to be friends maybe not friends but you were meant to come across sarah so you would experience what you're going through now and hopefully realize and take away from this situation that you do deserve better and sarah has taught you a valuable lesson so let's move on how do i drop my best friend of four years nicely oh jesus okay i think first of all it's not possible to drop a friend or a partner especially someone you've been friends with for four years nearly nicely it's frankly not possible you first want to figure out why you want to drop the friend whether it be them being overly competitive with you unreliable maybe they're degrading towards you find all the reason why you want to drop your friend i feel like the number one rule is honesty and don't talk about dropping your friend behind your friend's back your friend deserves so much better than that and so don't mention it to anyone else and go straight to your friend and try and relay your feelings and emotions towards the relationship with your friend be firm but gentle at the same time and before you do that maybe start to slowly distance yourself and contact them less but don't leave them in the dark for too long because that's really horrible and also the sooner you talk to your friend the sooner it's over and also your friend might be feeling the exact same way so don't be scared to bring it up and talk about it honestly let's move on to the next one I have a crush on someone and if I tell my friends they will either be judgmental or try and talk to them to annoy me and I don't think the person I like likes me too I see this situation in real life far too often. I really feel bad for this person, so we are going to find a way to deal with this. Now, my first impressions of this dilemma is that if your friends are judging you for who you have a crush on, they are not your friends you want to be comfortable and happy enough to talk to them and them not judge you and to them it's probably really funny and a great form of entertainment for them to kind of run their mouth about you to your crush but first of all tell them you don't appreciate that and see how they act but if they keep doing it then we have a bigger problem if your friends do tell them and then your crush comes to talk to you about it if it was me i would probably just own up to me and be like yeah i like you big deal because you never know they could like you back and then you'll be thanking your friends later on so if you want to be with your crush you're gonna have to ask them out as crazy as that sounds because you're never gonna know if they really like you or not because they could be your future wife or husband so you might as well ask them or admit feelings you have before you can't but also can we make it okay or at least acceptable to crush on someone that doesn't like you back can we please do that because i don't see the problem with it as long as you're not being like creepy and stalkerish there's really no problem i think it's like a really big compliment so i don't know why it's kind of like frowned upon see i'm a very private person so when it comes to crushes and relationships even with the people closest to me and so anyone i like i usually just keep it to myself which my friends usually find extremely frustrating but it saves me a lot of embarrassment later on in life uh because i feel like whenever i have opened up about anyone with like a friend it's kind of just backfired on me so i just keep my mouth shut now like it's in my brain so if i was in that situation i would just keep it to myself and keep it locked in my you know own thoughts but i guess some people don't find it easy to deal with so if you really need to tell 
someone or something write it in a diary or a journal to release it from your brain and get it out into the world but it's not gonna affect anyone else god i'm throwing out a lot of wisdom today i definitely feel that giving advice has become much easier as the episodes have gone on i feel like i'm more comfortable in like telling people how i would do things but that leads me everyone to the end of this episode i hope you enjoyed it remember you can send in your dilemmas or topics you would like me to talk about on the podcast via the anonymous google form linked in the description of this podcast follow social rewired on instagram for all updates and behind the scenes and i hope to see you in the next episode bye everyone